Welcome to Conversations with Dr. Brenda and Friends. Sit back, relax, and join in the conversation. Hi, this is Brenda Goudeau. Welcome to Conversations with Brenda K. Goudeau. I'm excited today to have a special, special guest to have a conversation with. This is a dear daughter of mine, spiritual daughter for over 17 years that we've been in relationship and she is so loved in the Sacramento area and all throughout the Valley. She's Ginger Morgan uh, from uh, Harvest of Harmony in Fresno, California. She and her husband, Pastor Harvest of Harmony in Fresno as well as in San Jose. I'm so proud of them, what they're doing and you get to hear some of the great things she's doing again she is so loved by her anointing the, the spirit of God that is in her she loves people she loves her spiritual mom she loves her husband her beautiful family so uh, just want to ask you ginger tell us a little about yourself well um, I grew up in the service for my father was in the service for like 27 years in the army so I grew up as a military child and um, 11th child um I had five brothers and um six sisters so I'm the 11th sibling the last of of the of this of all these children so blessed to have had the same mother and father and um I started in ministry as a young child but really grew up um needing to have more relationship with God, not because of mom or dad, but because God wanted me to have a relationship with him on my own. So I had to find out for myself who God really is in my life. I had to find my identity in God. So um, that's just a little bit about me. Um, Really gave my life to Christ at the age of um, 19 years old. Wow, that is such such a blessing. You know, I've known you all these years, but somehow I just I didn't remember the eleven children and you being the baby of those eleven. You know, I had nine in my family, and I'm the middle child. And uh, so, just knowing, you know, God's hand was on you, gave your life to the to the Lord at nineteen. God had great things for you, and I just. I'm excited because together we're going to continually do great things for God. So you gave us a little bit touch about you moving into ministry, but how did you really get started in in uh, ministry as well as in business? Well, um, for ministry, uh, of course, when you you're dating, you're not you, you don't know you're called. You don't know right. that God has a plan for your life. So um, before I married Pastor Morgan, we were dating. We weren't um, living for God. I knew I had a call on my life. He knew he had a call on his life. Wow. But somehow we just didn't um, collaborate together because we had to do this thing individually. Mm-hmm. But um, as his mother is a pro warrior, a praying woman of God, she started taking me to church first. And so I started going with her and I gave my life to Christ because she knew that if I can get you, then 
you can bring my son in. And so that's that's what happened. I started going to church with her, um, this church called Cathedral of Faith in San Jose. And I would go faithfully with her to intercessory prayer on, on Friday nights. But something radically changed my life. I went to church with her one Sunday. And at that time, I, I was like 18 years old. I went to church with her and they had an altar call. Kenny Foreman, he had an altar call and I went up for the first time and gave my life to Christ and it changed my life. And I knew that there was something greater in my life. So, um, at that time, I no longer wanted to do the things that I was doing. And, and so my life changed from there. So I started going to church with her and then gradually as God changed my life and I stopped doing the things that, um, was not pleasing to God. And he knew pastor Morgan knew, okay, this woman, she's changed. She's not the same. And so he started longing for what I have. That's why I know the scripture is true. It says that, you know, the wife sanctifies my husband, the husband mm -hmm. saying, you know, through, um, you know, through, through her life and through mm -hmm. her actions. And even right. though we weren't married, but my life was, was changed and he mm -hmm. saw it. He knew that I wasn't doing the same things. And so gradually that he came to God. And, mm -hmm. and so we knew we had a call and we started out at youth um, ministers at our church mm -hmm. and um, the assistant pastors, but we had a, a, a love for the youth and mm -hmm. we started there and we started mm -hmm. seeing God change. We went from something like 10 youth to all the way up to like 150 youth. And we knew that God had a strong call on our life. I didn't I didn't see pastoring, mm -hmm. but I, I knew it was something greater. Wow. Isn't that something how you could just start mm -hmm. off just giving your life to Christ, want to make a difference in somebody's life. And you guys started ministering to the youth and had no idea what God would have for you in, in your churches that you're uh, working in now as great pastors and leaders. But it's, mm -hmm. we try to encourage people as you're listening to us, you know, just start where you are, just start letting the Lord use you. Just keep, uh, have a heart and a compassion for the lost to help people along. And as you guys did that and, and God, He's growing you up at the same time as you're ministering to the youth. And then you saw him grow that and you were just willing vessels. And that's why he can trust you with the ministry that you have now. And it is a beautiful ministry. I just love when we can be together. I love what God is doing through you guys to minister to the people there in Fresno as well as San Jose. It's huge what God is doing. So we're excited about all that you're you're sharing with us today because it's just, just like that when people want to be in ministry why do you want to be in ministry why do you want to uh, be up front or the uh, uh have a title oh i don't want a title i just want to be used by god and you can see that's what happened with you and your wonderful husband calvin and god is doing great things in your ministry i'm very proud of you but that's kind of where you started now you're also in doing some business as well right Right. I started um, family counseling and I got my degree in counseling, but I wanted to go a little deeper because I have a heart for families. Mm -hmm. So I started going to school to be a marriage family therapist. And so, um, you know, in between that, I have a business which is called Legal Shields. And um, and then also I have uh, we started a business 
with helping kids educated in music. So this just branched out mm -hmm. and I'm excited. So I'm working with different artists and different music directors mm -hmm. and we're starting a, a help children in music because we know that if we can get kids in mm -hmm. music and arts, it gets yeah. them out the streets. Yeah. Just like the athletic program yeah. that um, we released just last year is just taken off. But um, this, it's, it's a business but it's also ministry and I'm learning that God wants us to start something that we enjoy doing yeah. and um, we're, we're, oh, we're yeah. seeing kids we're getting instruments for them mm -hmm. and um, we're, we're teaching them how to use their music in uh, in a way that they can glorify God yeah. not you know the world so mm -hmm. um, and then with the legal shields is helping families that um, can't afford um, the help that they need uh, so it's affordable. It, um, it, it it's a it's a it's it's affordable for them to get an attorney. They pay certain amount of fees, mm -hmm. and um, whenever they need help, because it's for low income families that need that help and assistance. Mm -hmm. But I'm really excited about this new book that I was coming out in two months. It's called I'm Not Good Enough. Wow. So now I'm going to move into being an author. So I'm excited about what God is doing in, in many of our businesses and um, Morgan Productions, which is helping kids in school to get into music. So that's the business that God gave wow. me. Wow, that is so beautiful. And I love that too. Music and getting the children involved and using their gifts. A lot of times they have no idea what, what's inside of them. So you guys giving them that opportunity to get an instrument and just Get, get them busy doing some things. What a blessing. And, yeah. and then music is just in itself such a powerful tool to help minister and, and help and ease and, and uh, console. So what a blessing in the music area and then that legal area that's powerful. But, you know, I know you as also being a minister in the prisons. You, the Lord has used you. You've, you've uh, went into the prisons and they recognize you. They've given you a, a title. Not that you're after a title, but you're well known in Chachilla and some of the different places. So can I just kind of deviate, talk about that just a little bit? I know that's another form of ministry, but it's also a, a business that you're kind of doing to to help win women to the Lord. It's called I'm Next. No. And I kind of got the name from dad okay. because I, one, I think he, it was back dad in who? Um, Philip, Pastor Cadell. <laughs> okay. Sorry. But um, I, Pastor Cadell was preaching one year at our, the Sons and Daughters Conference. And I believe it was back in um, 2012. Mm -hmm. And he was talking about having your next step out, having mm -hmm. expectations. Mm -hmm. And so that stuck with me. Okay. And so as I started going into the prison, I needed to name um, what our class was. Mm -hmm. And um, so what came to me was I'm next because these ladies that are in prison a lot of them had history of just being molested raped and a lot of them were out on their own um, they have different scenarios of different things that they've been through in life but they hadn't had a fair a fair chance yeah. and so I'm going in to the prisons and teaching them how to turn what the enemy meant for bad and, and turn it around for good learning first of all to forgive those that hurt them 
them and so that they can go back into society and use what the enemy tried to throw at them and turn around and use it for the glory of God. And so as I was in the prison, I needed to name my class. So I named it, I'm next. So when you walk into uh, Valley State Prison, they have little things says I'm next because it's meaning that I'm next to be healed. I'm next to be free. I'm next to have my right mind. So being in the, in the prison and we're seeing these ladies lives totally change. Mm -hmm. They're coming out, they're getting released. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, they're getting their, their life back in order Mm -hmm. and they're knowing that it's not nothing that they did. They know it is the gift of God and giving them this, this grace and this mercy. And, and, and God has opened up the doors to where I have favor with the Mm-hmm. Warden, and um, we just came back back in December, and we did uh, a baptism, and these ladies have been baptized. It's just amazing. There are people that have been atheists; their wow. life is being changed. Wow. Yeah, the word of God changes lives, and we are a part of something big that God is doing. Sometimes we kind of kind of play down because we're going from one thing to the next. But again, I was at one of your conferences, and uh, might have been one of your lunches, but you know they're always powerful but one of the ladies testified after coming out of prison after i believe she was in like a uh uh jury um uh robbery and Mm -hmm. someone i believe got killed in it Mm -hmm. and how her life uh because you were there you ministered to her she was really down on herself and you know of course nobody wants to be in prison but when christ was introduced and through your love for her and just telling her her life uh that circumstance didn't have to dictate to her life just to see her restored and her life changed it just i never forgot that and there's so many that you have ministered to but i never forget that time when she shared and it was just so beautiful to see how a life can be changed because someone takes the time out to visit and not only visit, give them the word, that un, the uncompromising word of God, the love of God and your love for people. It's just huge, Ginger. And I'm just very, very proud and thankful because, again, we're just scratching the surface of all the things that God is using you to do and all of us as we yield ourselves to God. So I'm so glad about all that he's doing. So for those that are listening, they say, well, you guys are both, you know, you're doing great things and and it uh, looks like it's it's uh, going really smooth for y'all. But what are some of the challenges that you face? What's one of the biggest challenges that you faced in ministry? Identity. I really didn't know um, because when you have older siblings, mm-hmm. you, you're trying to find your own identity mm-hmm. and being the youngest I didn't know who I didn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. And my challenge was knowing and trying to find my place, who I was, Mm -hmm. what um, I was supposed to do. Because a lot of times when you have older siblings, you try to pattern yourself of maybe this is the way I'm supposed to be or this is the way that I'm supposed to go. Mm -hmm. And um, the the, the hardest thing in life was trying to find out who Ginger was. And I didn't know who she was. Um, And I, I didn't know what I was was supposed to be doing mm-hmm. and so in, in in that aspect um I made a lot of mistakes in my life like okay. I, I had fear you know mm-hmm. um I made wrong choices mm-hmm. and and I lived a life of trying to pattern myself after my siblings mm-hmm. and um 
that's the challenges that I had. That's what you had. And then coming up, even as we grow into things of God, we have to, those little things will try to come back and, and uh, mm-hmm. pull on us again. But we found out in the scriptures, as greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world and that he's called you and you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And God knows exactly what he was doing when he called you. And so some of the things that try to hold us back, is just uh, what the enemy knew that when you found out who you were, and that's what I'm seeing in my daughter now, you're finding out who you are. It's not who much ginger is, but Christ. It's no mm-hmm. longer I that live, but Christ lives in me. And because he lives in me, I'm able to do greater things. He said greater works will we do because he goes to the father. So he's gone and he's he says, now I need you to finish my work. And I'm seeing him doing it a big way in your life. So now we're talking about all the great things. And I think you kind of alluded on it just a little bit in the beginning, but what's new with you now? What's going on now? Well, I'm excited. My book is going to be released. It's called, I'm not good enough. Wow. And, um, the scripture that God gave me was second Corinthians chapter five, 17, any man be in Christ, he's a new creation Mm -hmm. or creature. All things have passed away and behold, all things become new. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, in this book, I'm talking about how I wanted to have this perfect life, perfect marriage and perfect children. Mm -hmm. I was living a life in a bubble. And so I talk about how to break free from Mm -hmm. trying to um, be everything, what everyone else instead of what God has called you to be. So in this book, it's a really powerful book. I talk about labels in my life of, you know, traveling the the world and and being in in the military, how we had to go to different places and how how I had to adapt by being the only African-American and I had to adjust and the different things that the teachers would say that would try to label you. And so, you know, that's just like, you know, having these labels on you and then you have to break free from being labeled and so you know being an african-american you were labeled a certain way and i had to break free from all culture romans chapter 12 verse 1 you know don't be conformed to this world or the culture so when i had to break free and then not be wanting to live this life to be perfect and wanting everything else around me perfect so god gave me just to share my uh, my life about not good enough because I didn't think I was good enough. You could be pretty. You could be the cheerleader. You can be, you know, all this and really outgoing in school. And I put every, I, I used to, my teachers would say, Hey, I want you to do this. Cause they knew I would do it. But deep down inside, I didn't think I was good enough to really fulfill, you know, the, the great call. And, and I'm, I was always looking and searching for something greater and something bigger and something better. I wanted to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know that in Christ, all of this is already added to you. Wow. That is going to be a great, great book. And I'm looking forward to to getting it and reading it because just in this conversation, I'm learning even more about what God has done in your life and is doing. But like you said, there's people in all walks of life. They can be very uh, successful in business, uh, actors, athletes, Ever, but if they don't know who they are, there's an enemy that really, really still works on people. And, and that kind of material for you to be able to share that with 
people to understand because they look at you and they say, well, you know, she's got it together, but they need to see that, you know what, I, I got a story and you need to hear my story. And I don't care who you are, where you are, whatever walk of life you're in. Uh, there is something God has for you and you are awesome in yourself. So I just love it with books when God uses different ones that you can actually put it in print and we can go over it. And, and you know, I just get nosy when people tell their story because I like to hear, <laughs> I just like to hear the different biographies of people and hear about their lives. And then we can just take our lives and share it with others. And so I'm excited about this book. You know, sometimes I was tripping about my material, you know, you know, because you get used to your life. You just, this is how you live all your life. And so you think, who, who really wants to hear about what's going on with me? Well, it, the Lord had to show me, it's not about me. It's about what he's done for me and that I can put it in print and let others know how God can take you from one place to the next and that it can help others. Just uh, being obedient to God's call and writing this book. I'm excited about it ministering. I remember many people, uh, some that are gone on to be with the Lord now, but just loved some of my material. And, and even though I was tripping about, you know, I could have been this, it's not like this person, it's not like that one, but it ministered to them. And so it just means so much for us to put things in print, what God has given. So I just want to encourage you, Sister Arthur, <laughs> not only just to add to all that God is doing in your life, you're also an author of an awesome book. So I'm excited about it coming out. So I know we're kind of moving fast here, but what is, uh, I know we have church and we have all the different things we do, but what would you say is your favorite charity or cause? Cancer. Wow. That wow. is my favorite. Last year, um, I, my sister passed. Um, she had breast cancer mm -hmm. and um, I wanted to do something. Mm -hmm. And so this will be the first year that I'm going to uh, run a 4K run okay. for breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm going to run it. So I've is been four or five. Four Ks? Is it a 4K or 5K walk? Well, this one's a 4K. Okay, all right. This one's a 4K. Okay. And um, what I'm gonna one day I'll run the 5K, but I'm just now mm -hmm. getting started okay. to to run this. I, I'm not saying I'm gonna run it real fast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, now, is um, it a walk run or just all run? Because uh, I don't know if I can do the four either. <laughs> you know. Training for mm -hmm. this, you can walk and run, but I'm going to run this. Okay, good for you. I want to, I want to run this race, and 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 knowing that that Jesus destroyed the curse, and mm -hmm. sometimes you know when when you have history of family, that uh, you you have to realize this race is not given to. It, the bloodline it, mm -hmm. it, it's given to the ones that give their life to Christ and that mm -hmm. destroys. So I, I know the race is not given to the swift. And I said, this race is not, it's not about our bloodline. Right. It's about the blood of Jesus. That's in yes. our DNA that yes. he injected his blood inside us. Mm -hmm. And that this race is given to those that, that turn their life around and become the righteousness of Christ. Right. And mm -hmm. so I don't have to worry about that being in my bloodline because mm -hmm. the blood now that runs through, 
my bloodline is the blood of Jesus. Amen. So I'm excited about this. And, um, you know, I was going to do it last year. And um, so it's about being just just standing up. And that's my favorite charity is cancer. So, you, you know, I, I, I know that God is going to do something great through this. And, and hopefully, Amen. you know, it will be uh, my, my, my sisters will do. They said they would do it with me. Okay. And, um, mm-hmm. So I'm excited. Right, right. Well, I'm just excited on your sister's behalf. She was an awesome woman of God. And, you know, I know your your heart, of course, me being there with you as you went through it with your sister. And I know it was a very tough time. But you know what? Her dying is not in vain. You are doing something great. You know, because we know where she is, so we're going to see her again. But uh, just having that cause and letting people know that that uh, there's a name and there's a name uh, over the name of cancer. And by us running with this vision to, to just make a difference, I believe God is going to give us some uh, information uh, to eradicate what the enemy's doing in a lot of, of lives. But to God be the glory. So I'm excited about that as part of one of your causes. You know, again, you're doing so many things, but I wouldn't have called that one out. But that is something that God has put inside of you. And you go, girl. I might try to run up there with you on 4K. We're going to find one. (laughs) Find one here and uh, get back on it. Okay, so we're uh, getting close to our end here. Uh, What would you, uh, what kind of tip would you like to share I know there's so much that's inside of you, girl. Uh, anybody listen here, y'all get a hold of Miss Ginger Morgan. Follow her because she is doing some great things. She is a preacher in her own right. She is a very submitted wife. She she holds up her man of God's hands and, and she is uh, being a blessing to her church. But she is a preacher in her own right. Preacher, teacher, uh, counselor, all the above. But um, just... Can you just have something you want to just give us a tip when you want to share with us? You know, just to share with you, just knowing that God loves you so much and that beauty is not what's on the outside is right. really what is inside. Right. And when we don't compare ourselves with anyone, but compare yourselves with Jesus and what yeah. he did for you and to really love who you are and love what God, your size, your height, your mm-hmm. smile, mm-hmm. your skin, mm-hmm. your, your weight, just loving who you are. Yeah. And if you can just begin to, know what Jesus did and let him heal every wound, every bruise, mm-hmm. every break, every chain and feathers and, mm-hmm. and just allow God to really heal the wounds that mm-hmm. and not put a bandaid over it. And sometimes we put band-aids over our pain. And it's just mm-hmm. temporary healing, but really allow the blood of Jesus just to flow through you mm-hmm. and heal those broken the broken part of you so that you can be whole and you can help someone else. So if I can share anything with you today, allow what Jesus did on the cross, really um, meditate on it and really understand the cross, what he did for you so that you can be a whole woman of God, nothing missing and nothing broken. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's good. But you're even what you've shared with us today is just helping people to see if God can change you, if God can use, like he did, he used your mother-in-law <laughs> to bring you to church and just, because God had a plan for Ginger. Ginger didn't know who she was, where she was going in life, 
with that she would be doing all the great things you're doing. You just went with your mother-in-law, was obedient to the word of God. Scripture tells us in Isaiah 1, 19, he says, if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. And uh, you're experiencing the good of the land. The Lord is blessing you. All of us go through different trials and tests through our lives. But, you know, because we hold on to the Lord, to his unchanging hand, you know, you from that church like me, you know, hold to his hand, God's <laughs> unchanging hand, build your hopes on things eternal mm-hmm. and just hold to God's unchanging hand. You know, even when you're going through different things in life, as you have shared You know, if I could tell you anything, hold to God's unchanging hand. Let him heal. Let that blood of Jesus cleanse you from all unrighteousness. You know, that's why he gave his blood to just cleanse you so that you won't have to be worried about what you did in the past. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new in and through your life. So I pray anybody that is viewing with Ginger and I, Ginger, you can jump back in here anytime you want, but it's just, it's all about us serving God. I love this conversation because I can see through what you're sharing with us. Who would have thought little Ginger, the 11th of all that big family. I thought Mm -hmm. we had a big family with nine, (laughs) but 11, it was five girls and four boys in my family. But, um, but God had a plan, even though we were just kind of one of many, uh, he pulled us out for such a time as this. And he raised us in good churches. You know, we're from Mm -hmm. good church backgrounds. We, we went to a church that taught us how to fear God. And I believe that's another reason God is able to use us uh, because we know that we don't play with God. We, they, didn't, they didn't let us play church. We had, to, <laughs> we had to do right in church and because we wanted to please God. And because of that, that willingness and that obedience, he's allowing us to, to be a blessing to, to many others. So anything else you want to share? You know, the scripture that God gave me was Psalms 23 that I share with the ladies in prison that Mm -hmm. the Lord is your shepherd and you shall not want. Mm -hmm. He wants us to not be in longing for anything else. And he make me lie down in green pastures. Mm -hmm. God has his way of just drawing us to closer to him and making us rest. Mm -hmm. And I I teach the ladies in the prison that you learn to rest and the result of resting in him you'll find your wanting or longing you'll find it more in him Mm -hmm. and not longing for other things for those replacements the drugs the alcohol the sex um the marijuana the pills your longing for other things will will now be longing it's a different desire and david said you know that his desire his passion and his longing that he desired to be have that relationship with one thing that I desired of the Lord that I may seek after dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life David and he said as the deer panted by the waters my soul so yeah. David the more that you 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 allow God to be your shepherd and he leads you your longing and your passion your desire your wanting will grow so stronger to have this relationship with him and and that's what I share with the ladies in the prison you gotta just just allow the shepherd to lead you you're the sheep he's the shepherd right and then if you let him he says i'll make you to lie down in green pastures Mm. and i'll lead you behind beside the still waters and i will 
restore your soul. God wants to restore each one of your souls and let him be who he has created you to be through you. Let him, you allow him to make you who he has created you to be. And you're beautiful. Everyone that is viewing here, we love you. Thank you for joining us with Conversations with Brenda K. Godot. Thank you again, my beautiful guest, Ginger Morgan, again from Fresno, California. Look at this. I get to talk to my daughter. We're going to see you next week for the conference. And we're thanking God for this time that we can share. And uh, we are looking forward to many more conversations because we got more to share. Love you. Thanks. Thank you for having me. All Thank right. you. Great. We love you all. Love you. See you next time. Thank you for joining us for this conversation with Dr. Brenda and friends. We invite you to invite a friend and stay tuned for our next conversation. Get on the list and stay connected for more at drbrenda.org. Yeah,